Welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review, and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses, Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner. Michael Tanner, my friend, how are you this week? Man, Stephen, I'm doing good now. I can tell you, though, this past week has been a tough one on me. We'll talk about it throughout uh, throughout this podcast episode, and I'll give you some more details on that. But how about your week, man? You've had a pretty good week, I think, right? You know, I, I did. Uh, Nadia and I, first of all, a, a week ago, about a week ago, Friday, we went to Las Vegas for a few nights and had a good time. We stayed at Caesars Palace. You know, it's interesting in Las Vegas, you know, the masks are everywhere. It's all of the casinos I think all the big ones are open. Uh, uh, some of the other ones are closed, but the first night there on Friday was pretty dead in comparison to way, the way I've been in Vegas before. Really? And yeah, it was kind of dead. I was a bit surprised it was as slow as it was. It picked up on Saturday, but it was just something about the masks everywhere. You go to some casinos. We went to Red Rock Canyon. Uh, first of all, we went to Red Rock Canyon, uh, went to the National Park and did all that. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful. I highly Highly recommended that then we stopped and at the Red Rock Resort and Casino and they had it figured out. They had the dividers up of plexiglass at all the tables. It was so well run. We go back nice. to the strip uh, in Las Vegas where we were staying and not nearly the controls in place compared to that. So it was a little little different. Spas were closed. Uh, things yeah, were just closed, yeah. you know, and yeah. uh, so we what left the day early. St- no, what shows? about the shows and things like that? No. Were they closed? Yeah, shows were dark. There were no, no shows at all. Wow. No shows oh, at yeah. all. Uh, you can, you know, I, I guess I could have started dancing on the street and that would have been a show. <laughs> you could have been the show. <laughs> yeah, that, that wouldn't have been a show. That would have been an event. That would have been something that, uh, yeah, that would have been on YouTube. Is you're, what that, you're, not, you're thinking people wouldn't pay to see that, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd pay the, <laughs> I'd pay them not to watch, but it, it was it was really good. It was good to get away for a few days, just the two of yeah. us. Uh, we did decide to come back a day early on Monday because eh, the mask kind of ran its course, and we we got done with that. So we we headed yeah. back, and then later in the week we rented an RV, just uh, you know Nadia and myself and the two boys, and we headed up to Flagstaff for a couple of days and. Tried the RV lifestyle. You know, it's something we've been thinking about. We've been thinking about is an RV something in our future. Hmm. So right. before we do that, let's go rent one. So we rented a 28-foot uh, RV and we drug it up. I was telling you earlier, it's, it's a two and a half hour drive. It's about 140, 150 miles straight uphill from, yeah. from 1,200 yeah. feet to, to 7,000 feet. And my my poor truck... Uh, it struggled a little bit. It made it, but it, it, it was working hard on my nine miles a gallon that I got. So it was a good time. Went to Sedona, saw the beautiful scenery there. And we got back just a couple hours ago today. So we're glad to be home. Had a great, great last week to 10 days or so, but it's always, always good to come home. But it's, of course, it's not nearly as, as good as what we're going to talk about today and in this episode, I'm just excited. This is a great episode. We just put one out last week about what I was doing in my website. 
and uh, that acquisition and that. But this is a bit of a different one. We're going to dive into Michael Tanner and what is going on there. So what, what are we going to cover today and what's going on in Atlanta, GA? Well, I, I tell you, you make uh, this week sound so interesting for you. I mean, I guess this week, instead of adventures in online business this week, you had adventures in RV. Yeah. Right? So that sounds pretty exciting, pretty fun. Uh, I do understand those are pretty confined spaces uh, for a couple of people. You better uh, love each other a lot. <laughs> I imagine so. I imagine so. Well, so this week for me, I had a, I can definitely call it an adventure. Um, I would not call it an exciting or a fun adventure in, in any way, but I think it, uh, it lends itself well to talking to our audience a little bit about some important concepts around, you know, building your business and, and, and it's talking about some concepts that frankly, they're, they're not all that exciting. They're not all that, that sexy, but they're really, really important. Otherwise they put you in a position where, uh, you know, your your business as you're starting it, especially a young, small business like ours, it can really, really upset your business when you have a disaster, right? So so let me, I'll tell you guys the story of my week and and the, the compilation of things that happened to me. But the, the one thing in the middle here I'll talk to you about is the disaster that happened to my business, right? Um, but I was able to recover fairly well. But before you start, we're not talking right. about a disaster, we're talking about a series of disasters. Yes. Now, we can substitute yes. disaster with another word, I'm sure. It, it, not everything was as bad as the other, but when you add all these things up that you're going to walk through and then think about not only how does it how it affects your life, but it affects your business. And we've often talked about how you can't separate the two. Yes, right? You just totally can't. Agree. You, you can totally try. Agree. You can say you yeah. do, but we don't as human beings. So it's it's interesting the the little bit of the story you did tell me and what we're going to unpack today is is how personal things that happen and business things that happen cross over and impact each other in ways that are unpredictable and then you have to figure out a way to respond to it and that's what I love about this story is is what yeah. comes out of the response piece so love to hear I can't wait to hop in all right so let's let's start with Sunday right because uh, Sunday are uh, I mean that's pretty important day for me and for uh, my business because Sunday evening is typically when you and I, I mean, we're doing it right now on a Sunday evening. Sunday evening is when you and I get together and we record this podcast. Uh, but also Sunday evening is when we get together with our mastermind group. Um, and, you know, at the moment it's, it's Heather, you and me, and uh, we get together and someone's on the hot seat and, and we're all there for the purpose of helping each other succeed and growing these businesses that we, that we've started. And so Sunday night is a, it's an important time for me. And my family knows how important that time is for me. They know that, you know, at 6.30 every Sunday evening, I'm going to go hide away for a few hours. Uh, and, and they just know that, right? Well, Sunday afternoon, I started feeling bad. Um, and this is one of those, I, I, well, I'm, I'm going to be upfront and honest. I'm a typical guy. When I'm sick, I turn into a baby, right? I mean, I'm just a baby. But I, I do have to say that I can normally kind of, you know, power through, you know, important events or activities or something like that, especially if they're an hour, two hours or whatever, then I can usually power through. Uh, now, you better know that after powering through that event, uh, you know, afterwards, I'm going to be a baby again and so forth. 
But Sunday, I just couldn't do it. Um, The best we can determine, because it got better late Sunday night and into Monday morning and all that, the best we can determine is maybe that I had food poisoning because I had something going on with my stomach. I had cramps to the point. I, I mean, listen, I'm a guy. I have no idea what, you know, giving birth to a baby and labor pains and all that. I don't have a clue what those are or feel like. But that's the thought that came to mind with these cramps that I had in my stomach. And, and oh, it's just ugly. I'm not going to go any more details than that. It was, it was just ugly the rest of Sunday evening. And I sent you guys a note, you and Heather, a note that I'm telling you, sending that note hurt worse than the cramps and all that I was having in my stomach. Because I knew that it was likely that if I, if I couldn't make it to our mastermind meeting, we didn't, luckily, you and I didn't have a podcast recording. We had already gotten ahead. Right. But I knew that if I didn't get to that mastermind call, it might not happen. And I knew it was Heather's time in the hot seat. And I knew she had some really, really important things to talk about. And they were very timely that she needed to talk about those things. And I felt horrible having to send that. But it, I, there was just no way I was going to make it onto that call. Um, so that was, that was kind of the first thing is, you know, the week gets started, in my mind, if you will, kind of in the worst way that it possibly can. I let you guys down, and now Heather misses a hot seat and, and all that. Well, we get into Monday, and I start to feel better. Uh, I haven't eaten anything since lunch on Sunday, but I at least start to feel better. And then throughout the day on Monday, I, I feel okay. And I would say by Tuesday, I'm back to normal. I, I, everything was okay. I'm I've eaten a few things now, uh, late Monday evening, Tuesday, I'm feeling better. So Tuesday was kind of the first time to, it felt like, all right, I'm getting back to work. I'm, I'm back to normal. Had a few calls on zoom and things like that. And then, and then Tuesday in the middle of recording an episode of my podcast, the rookie leaders podcast, right in the middle of recording. I had some audio that I was playing, so I wasn't talking at the time. So I hit the button to uh, play the audio. It's about a minute and a half long. And then I go and I grab on my desk here my water bottle. It's always on my desk. Got a screw on top. And I do that on purpose so that I don't spill water all over my desk. But what happened was I opened up the top of my bottle. And as I raised it up to take a drink, it slipped out of my hand, slips out of my hand, and it hits horizontally on my desk and dumps pretty much all of the 32 ounces of water in my water bottle, dumps it all right onto my laptop and my docking station. And literally within seconds of doing that, monitors start going out and and everything starts blinking and doing all kind of crazy stuff. And so right in the middle of that, I have to, you know, the, the, the minute and a half audio that I had playing, eventually it, it stops running, of course. And now all you can hear is me in the mic, you know, trying to clean up water all over my desk. My monitors are blank, so I can't see what's going on now uh, on those. I don't know if maybe I've just fried the monitor. Is my laptop dead? You know what? So it takes me probably 15 minutes or whatever to, to clean all of that up. And in the midst of cleaning all that up, I realized my laptop was done. It was toast. 
right? It, it wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't doing anything, but I still had my Rodecaster Pro recording, right? So it recorded that whole 15 minutes and, and yes, I said a few things I, that I will definitely be editing out of that podcast and so forth. But luckily, because I was recording also on my Roadcaster Pro, I finally got behind the mic. I finished out that episode of the podcast. And then I uh, went back to my laptop trying to get that thing to work. And it was hosed, completely hosed. It wouldn't do anything. So now you start to realize my whole life in terms of my business is on that laptop. And if I can't get that to recover, then what am I going to do, right? Have I, have, I, have I just lost everything that I've been doing for two years now uh, in this business or how am I going to get that back? Luckily, I had some disaster recovery mechanisms in place that we'll talk about a little bit later. Wow. Woo! I'm all stressed yeah. out now after hearing all that. Let's go back to the beginning. I bet you are. Let's go back to when you uh, got got sick and nothing against Publix because we love Publix. I love Publix. I grew up in Florida. I lived in Florida many, 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 many years. Publix is Publix is where shopping is the pleasure. Yes. It's, yeah, we love Publix as well. That's the tagline, or at least it used to be. So Publix is a great place. I've eaten many uh, sandwiches out of Publix, but I I got this. I'm looking at my my cell phone here on my Voxer uh, app, and Voxer, if you're not familiar, Voxer is an app that uh, we use to communicate in mm-hmm. a voicemail fashion back and forth, pretty much in real time or as real time as you want it to be. But the message came in on my time at 3.45 p.m., which is uh, three hours or it was 6.45 p.m. for you. So we didn't, as you said, we didn't have a podcast recording that day. So we had a little bit of extra free time. I was actually in Las Vegas sitting by the pool, enjoying the sun and all that. And and actually, we had to wear masks sitting at the pool, which is really weird. But yeah, I bet it was odd, but we were sitting at the pool. This comes in and the message reads, folks, I'm sorry, I can't make it tonight. I'm terribly sick. And then you put us at ease by saying it's not COVID. (laughs) Some stomach something not pretty. So pretty much what you just said, all of that. And uh, not pretty. And and reading this, I could just imagine your state of uh, physical health as you were trying to type this and emotionally going, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm, I'm not going to attend this tonight, but oh, I felt terrible. Oh, I, and I, and I, and I feel the same way when that happens to me is yeah. it's be, because we each, and I know Heather feels the same way. We each feel this dedication and commitment to each other to show up, to show up and support. And especially when it's someone's hot seat, if it was our own hot seat, probably wouldn't feel nearly as bad. Exactly. Right. Yes. But when it's someone else's hot seat and there's three of us and we're showing up there to support, no, I get it. I can absolutely uh, empathize uh, with that. And it, it's tough. And then I'm at the pool and I'm, I'm texting Heather or sending her a Voxer saying, hey, do you want to meet? Uh, you know, Michael's not going to make it. You know, what do we want to do? There's only two of us now. And then she points out that it's your Zoom call. It's your Zoom. That's right. So. Yeah. Uh, another another logistical challenge for us was we have the mastermind set up on your Zoom account. We have this recording set up on my Zoom account. So we kind of divide and conquer a little bit here. 
and mm-hmm. which just made it not hard. I could have sent my Zoom account over. I was at the pool. I was, do I go upstairs? Do I stay here? Yeah. It yeah. was just some logistics. So we ended up canceling the meeting and I felt bad for Heather. Um, that's why I think you and I both reached out to her and said, hey, how did, how did this, yes. this event that you wanted to talk about in your hot seat go and how can we support and help you? So we did that offline and separately. So I don't think there's any worse for wear there, but I can certainly understand that. And and then for it to go a, a day and a half, I've been sick with something not going well after I've eaten. And it's normally done pretty quickly, right? You get you get through it overnight, but yours lingered on. So I'm not eating that sub, whatever it was. <laughs> I'm not eating that sub. Uh, and then you're just like, okay, life is good. I'm better. I'm feeling good. I'm going to get to work yeah. now, get my business going. And then for some odd reason, the the water bottle, as it slips out of your hand, hits the desk perfectly as if to say, I want to make sure I empty myself all over Michael's keyboard, all <laughs> right, over his right. laptop. How do I, how do I land to do that? And it figured it out and it did it. Right. It so, did it. It did it's it. It's unbelievable. It landed perfectly. It, it, it didn't just, you know, kind of pour out onto my laptop. It hit it with some force, right? Cause my laptop is on a docking station and it's closed but it hit it with enough force that water got, you know, up into the keyboard and, and all yeah. of that. So, it, yeah. it, and it's, it's not bad enough that you're already not feeling all that great. You got back to your, your health back. You're coming off of this. You're trying to get to some normalcy in your life. And now you have this setback. So a couple of things can happen. You can throw your arms up and just say, obviously, uh, I'm not going to be able to run my business. I'm just going to go hide in a corner, go into a fetal right, position right. and curl up and not talk to anyone. Or you can, as I had mentioned, I think in an episode or two ago, like in the movie, The Martian, you know, what do you do? You have to solve the first problem, then the second problem, then the next yes, problem. Yes. So you can live and fight another day. If you solve enough problems, then things get back on track. So you've had this blowout now of your water bottle. Uh, your your Mac, your MacBook, what is it, MacBook Pro? It is, yes. Yeah. So, of course, those are like $199. Those are the cheapest. Yeah, they're not cheap. They're <laughs> not cheap. And, and, and look, I, I knew you were going to acknowledge the fact that it was a Mac. I'm trying hard not a, to. You're a Windows guy. I'm trying not. But it's okay. I'm it's trying right. hard not. I mean, I'm not surprised that it stopped working. <laughs> you just looked at it and it probably just said, okay, I'm not going to work anymore. But, <laughs> come on, come but, on. Come uh, on. But, you know, you got you got – all of these things now bottled up on you and, and trying to solve them, your health. And now and it's not just spilling the water, but it's the effect that spilling that water has caused. It's taking you out of your rhythm. It's taking yep. you off your game. It's caused you to use four letter words that I've never heard you use that I, <laughs> like I said, Michael, that is a, pr- don't edit a thing. Put, <laughs> yeah, put explicit right, right. on the tag explicit and that's an episode (laughs) right there and uh i'd love i'd love to to be a fly on the wall Uh, to hear what you're going through but so uh, that's where we are now in this story you've you've dealt with this spill you've gotten through the podcast episode and now you're deciding these next steps on on how you're going to get your laptop recovered so where do you go from here now well so what i had to so yeah i mean i had to determine well you know how do i get my laptop back up and running and it took me, uh, you know, I tried for maybe a, you know, a couple of hours uh, and I've got a computer science background and all that. So, you know, I know some tricks and things like that. And so 
I was trying a lot of things for about two hours. Did you put it in rice or anything like that? No, I didn't do that. Is that a myth or does that work? Yes, I, I've I've had a phone before and tried that and it didn't work. Well, okay, uh, so I, you know, I, so after about two hours, I said, "Well, I, I got to replace it, right?" Uh, yeah, I don't at all like the idea of forking out the money to replace the thing, but I I can't go without one um, because, to in a large degree, it is my life, it, it, not just my business, but everything. Um, life is on there. Uh, so I knew I was going to have to replace it. And typically when you have to replace one, uh, a Mac, it's, it's not all that difficult. You can just run down to a, a Mac store if one happens to be nearby and you can get one on the spot. Or if you do have to order one online, then you can get, usually get one from Apple in two or three days, you know? Well, that is not the case during COVID. Mm. First and foremost, um, many of the Mac retail stores are still closed from, from COVID, right? There's one in Atlanta um, that I could have driven to. So I called them and they didn't have any in stock. So that's the second part of the second challenge with those Mac stores that are open right now. None of them have stock right now. So the closest one that I found was, uh, I can't remember where, it might have been Montgomery, Alabama. I can't remember. Wow. Uh, which city in Alabama. But yeah, it was like four hours away. Yeah, wow. Um, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to drive there. So um, when I look online to order one, it was going to be late October before Whoa. I was able to get it, right? So so COVID and all that has totally disrupted Mac and their distribution uh, and logistics and, and all of that, right? So it's going to be late October, and I'm thinking, oh, my word, I, that just, I can't wait till the end of October. So I ended up, actually, I ended up calling. I thought I was calling the store in Montgomery because I was determined, well, I guess I'm going to have to drive four hours over there. So I, I called, but I didn't know, unbeknownst to me, I was calling a general Apple number. Mm-hmm. I wasn't calling the actual retail store in Montgomery. Yeah. So I told the guy what's going on and all that. And he, you know, he's telling me, yeah, we're, you know, we're really struggling and this, that, and the other. And then he mentioned to me, he said, what about refurbished laptops? I said, yeah, I'm not opposed to those at all. I've, I've had those before. I'm fine with those. Um, and he said, cause those are in stock, right? It's not that we got to make one of those. Those are in stock. And so you know, I said, you know what? I haven't even thought about that. So I went to Apple's refurb website and sure enough, they had one that was the exact specs of my old one and it was in stock. And so I ordered it, sped up the shipment of it. And so this happened to me on Tuesday, Thursday afternoon, I had my new laptop. Now the the task at hand was to get everything onto that new laptop and kind of get that new laptop back to the same state that my old laptop was in. And that's where we get into the discussion about the importance of things like backups and having some, you know, disaster recovery type plans uh, for your system, because luckily I had one. Life would have been, Far different without one, I can tell you that, because that, that's when, yes. that's when you, know, you see your whole life go in front of your eyes in a split second, and 
it turns to sheer panic when you have to think, do I have that file? Do I have those files? Right, right. Oh my gosh. It's it, which backup recovery service do you use? So, so I've got a couple of things in place. Um, luckily, um, and again, just think about it. So two years of images, right? So, you know, business logos and all kind of stuff like that. What about um, all your videos that you've made? Yeah. Videos, oh proposals that I've sent to companies that, that are still active and, and, you know, and still in negotiation and things like that. And what if I lost all those documents and couldn't get to them? And now I can't remember what proposal did I make to you and how much was it? And uh, it could just be disastrous. Absolutely. Well, so because I'm on a Mac, then I use um, Apple's time machine capabilities mm -hmm. on the Mac, right? So I have uh, in my home here, uh, I have a central hard drive. Uh, and through the the network in, of the you know inside of my house and through the Wi-Fi, then my laptop maintains a, a pretty current backup of uh, of my laptop to that to that external hard drive. And so when I um, this happened on a Tuesday afternoon, and I think the backup that I restored to it was or to the new one was about forty five minutes old. Right. So um, I law I didn't really lose anything because I was in the midst of recording a podcast there. So I hadn't created any kind of new documents or anything, um, but uh, I was able to restore basically back to 45 minutes prior to me dumping water all into that laptop. Yeah, which is now basically a, basically you lost nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Now I mean time. That's absolutely you know, the biggest thing. The biggest thing I lost was time. I mean these are side gigs for you and I. Yeah. And so when you lose you know, two days here, two and a half days, those are precious hours um, because it's a side gig, right? We're not working eight hours a day here in, in these things. We're working in the in-between times, yeah, uh, in between our normal jobs and our family time and, and all that. So um, that two and a half days was, was pretty critical to me. But yeah, that's all I lost was time. And, and in fact, because of the time machine capability in Mac, it took a few hours, took about three and a half hours or so. But after that, my new laptop essentially looked identical to my old laptop. I, I mean, everything is, is perfectly the same. Minus the water uh, damage. Yeah. Minus water <laughs> damage. Exactly. It, it, except this one, it'll actually boot up. It'll come on and, and all that. Yeah. yeah well, so. Why does it Mac? And I don't know if, if, you know, PC laptops have this either, of course, but why don't they have that membrane that prevents spillage? Well, I, you know, I, this one was so forceful. I, again, like I said, the, the <laughs> it's like, way it's my like water a fire hose landed and just kind of shot water across into it. I mean, it went into all the little ports on the side. And like I said, it went, the laptop was closed, but there was water all over the keyboard when I opened it up and all that. It, you know, it reminds me of a Zig Ziglar quote. And you knew this was coming, <laughs> right? Yeah, I haven't talked to Zig in a while, Michael. So, <laughs> you know, I got to bring Zig uh, back into the equation here. Uh, Zig would say, and it's not directly related to a laptop, but it's but Zig would say, you know, when you when you plan and you, when you don't have money and when you have money, it's kind of two different life experiences. And when you have a little bit of money and you're planning, you're planning, and you're going along in your car and you get a flat tire and you go, if you don't have any money, you say, 
oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to get through this problem? It's, it could really be a, a catastrophe in your life. But when you have a little yeah. bit of money in your pocket and you've planned and you saved, you, you get a flat tire and you, and you say, as he would, being from the South, daggone it, I was in a hurry, right? Yeah. It's an inconvenience, yeah. but yeah. it's not a catastrophe. Whereas because you had in this, in this event with you, because you had a plan and a backup, yeah. a backup, an image, uh, an incremental backup that just backs up as you go, you were inconvenienced with time, with having to order a laptop, with having to get that in, with the financial impact of that a little bit, and mm -hmm. and having to push a button and wait on the 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 full restore or the reimage of the laptop to occur. But could you imagine if you didn't have that plan in place, it right. would have been a catastrophic event to your business. Huge. It would no, have yeah. been. Yeah, huge. I mean. I, d I didn't like the idea that I had to buy a new laptop, right? Fork out that money. Of course. And those are cheap. I, those MacBook Pros are cheap. Right. Now, fortunately, I'm in a position where I could do that. Now, I, I recognize that some businesses at the age of ours, yeah. they're not even at a position that they can do that. I get that. But fortunately, I was able to do that. But here's the deal. Without that backup, there is no amount of money that will bring that stuff right. back. Right. There's no amount of money that will recreate for me that two years of stuff that I have on that laptop associated with my business. Right. Um, it doesn't matter how much money I, I might have. I can't get that stuff back. If I hadn't taken the time to set up, you know, the, the backup mechanisms that were in place that, that created that, that opportunity for me. Uh, Cause yeah, I mean, I would have been set back yeah. two years hard two years. Yeah. And the moral you know. of the story is, is regardless of where you're at in your business, I think the story here is you got to have a plan. You got to, you've got to have the basic building blocks in place to prevent, prevent hard work and effort and diligence and the ideas that you have and how you put your business together. You've got to have that protected. That's that intellectual property that is to your point, you could have a million dollars in your pocket and you could give it to anyone you want. And it's not going to bring anything back. It's not going to be exactly. bringing yep. one thing back and you have set yourself back, not only with the information and data that you would have lost, but the frustration, the anxiety. And it's not uncommon, I think, for someone, if that were to happen to them, they could throw their hands up and say, I'm done. I can't even I continue quit. this yeah. business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I could see where that could happen because it just depending on that information and data, it is irreplaceable. So Moral of the story of that one for sure is get a better lid on your bottle, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Get a better grip on, get a better grip on the bottle. But in the unfortunate event that you do have a, a, a catastrophe like that, have, have it be, have it be an inconvenience. Have yeah. it not be the end of a business. Have it just be daggone it. I, I, I'm going to spend a week here getting this back, but you know what? You're going to be back just as good as you have been. And you are, right. you yeah. are because you had a plan. Yeah. And, and you know, it's not a matter of if some disaster happens to you, it's a matter of when it, it's going to happen. I mean, for me, it was a water bottle. I mean, it, it could be, uh, you know, your house flooding. It could be, you know, a tornado taking your house away. I mean, who knows what the disaster is 
that's going to come along and, you know, and, and, and really set you back. Uh, but, you know, don't just, you know, don't just operate as if, well, I hope that doesn't happen because it will happen. It's going to happen to you. It's just a matter of when, not if. And when it does, uh, you will, you will, like me, you'll be very, very grateful that you have, you know, that backup mechanism in place so that you can get back to where you were relatively quickly, right? Um, now, uh, you know, having said that too, I was fortunate that it was just my laptop, right? I, I just mentioned, well, what if a tornado took your whole house away? Well, if if that happens, I, well, I got I got a lot of big problems if that happens, obviously, personally and also, but my laptop goes away, but then also that external drive that I talked about that I was recovering from also goes away. So what do I do in that case? Does that mean I've just totally lost all of that now? Well, no, not so much because uh, additionally, what I do is uh, in my business, I use uh, G Suite or Google Suite, right? Um, and it comes with an account in Google Drive. And so all of my business files are also stored on Google Drive. Now, I don't, I don't operate like a lot of people do inside the browser with Google Drive. Instead, I've got the the app that's running on my on my laptop that just keeps that stuff in sync. So, so I work locally on my laptop just like you would, you know, if you were just totally local. But in the background, it's keeping all of those files in sync with with my Google Drive. So, if yeah, my house was flattened and all of my local storage, my laptop and my local storage was was gone, then I've got to do essentially the same thing, right? I've got to get back to uh, a new laptop. I've got to get it all up and running. And then I can go out to Google Drive and get my business documents back down from Google Drive. It would take longer for me to do it. It took three and a half hours in this case, but I could still get back to that point, right? And that's what's important in your business is have the mechanisms in place such that you can get back to any point in the recent, you know, past should some disaster happen. Yeah. Yeah. I use Google uh, G Suite as well. And I have the desktop app for that. You know, I, I don't use, you know, I back up all my stuff on OneDrive uh, from Microsoft. I've just been doing that mm -hmm. for years and I just have all of, all of my important data uh, and all of, you know, I've been thinking about though, getting a, a, maybe a little bit more of a robust disaster recovery tool out there and Google drive might be for G suite might be an option, but there are some other services out there I need to look at as well that can, you know, do the whole mirroring, do everything really, yep. really clean. And you hit a button and you're in to your point, you get your laptop, get your computer back the way it was uh, just before the disaster hit. So the moral of the story, for sure, you got to have a plan in place. Uh, it looks like a double layered plan in your case where you have a local a solution to to, re, to recover as well as a offsite server solution to recover as well through G Suite. So you can never, it, it, you've got to protect yourself. It's, uh, yes. hopefully you never need it, but I'm telling you, when you need it, you'll be glad that you've spent that little bit of money every month or every year for that service. So it's, it's uh, crazy how we never think about that stuff and then it hits us. And then we're so thankful that, that we've got a plan in place. Uh, it's yeah, something it, it, it certainly made my life, you know, easier. Uh, so grateful that I had those backups in place and, and had that confidence that as soon as I get another laptop in my hand, I can get back to, 
to where I was. And again, all I lost was that two and a half days. And what'd you do with your old uh, laptop? Oh, it's still sitting over there on the, on the table. Maybe one day it'll fire up and start talking to uh, you. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I've, I think it's dead and gone. I it's dead it, and gone. It, it'll probably be one of those uh, projects with me and my youngest son. There you go. Apart there you go. You're like, like, how does this work? Let's take a look at this. That's, uh, well, that's hey, cool. So so there's another part, especially since we're talking about adventures in online business that we yeah. should probably talk to our audience about. And that is making sure that what your business and, and the, quote, storefront of your business online, make sure that it's, you know, not prone to, to disasters like this. You, you need to make sure that, that you've got disaster recovery plans in place for your online business as well. And some of those are provided maybe by your, your host provider. Um, some of those responsibilities are on you as well. But, you know, you just want to make sure that your website doesn't just go away one day and it takes you weeks or months or whatever to get it back. Um, so that's something, you know, that's important for our audience to know as well, that you want to make sure that your storefront, your online business is, uh, secured and, and, and ready for uh, recovery should some disaster happen. Yeah. And don't use, don't use just because it's a dollar cheaper, uh, some unknown unproven service out there. It's your business. This is your livelihood. This is what you want to turn in. If it's a side gig, this is something that you're striving to turn into something full-time someday. So always, always protect yourself, your interests, your future. Use a, a, a solid web host. Use solid uh, domain providers. Don't use, you know, fly-by-night stuff. It's, you'll, you might save a dollar or two today, but it's, it's equivalent to you not having a, a recovery plan for your laptop. Something yeah. bad happens and you don't uh, get the support it could be as easy as you find the most inexpensive service out there, but you can never get a hold of their support people when you need them. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. it could be that. Yeah. Yeah. And don't, what I would say to that too is don't fall for the trap of, well, I'll just do it myself and do it manually. And you know, every Monday morning I'll do it, right. I'll, I'll back up my website. Uh, you won't do it. You know, do that. Man <laughs> cause, cause yeah, I mean, either, either you won't do it every Monday, right. You won't remain consistent like that. Or again, yeah, you're backing it up, but you're backing it up to your laptop that you just, you're about to dump water into. And and so now your backup of your website is useless because you just dump water into your laptop and, yeah. and, and hose it. Right. So yeah, I agree. Don't, don't, uh, you know, don't cut any corners here. It's just too important. Right. So don't cut the corners, uh, use those automated tools and systems and things like that that are out there to make sure that you have disaster recovery in place. And it's always good to have a local solution for a, maybe a quick recovery and an offsite solution. So you're not, right. you're not ever fully exposed that you're, that you're protected and you have layers of protection. It's not just one, because if, if NASA just had one, one fail safe in place, then, you know, Apollo 13 would may have had a different outcome, right? I mean, it's, I, I, I think that's probably true. It's yeah. so, yeah, you, you've got to protect yourself, your investment, your interests, and that's going to give you peace of mind to be able to manage and run your business in a way that is positive and it's going to get you to where you want to go. So, man, what a week that was. Any, any fun stuff happened besides that? It was a, that's enough for like two months right there. Well, that's, that's, yes, I agree Woo. with you. That that's enough for me. Well, unfortunately that wasn't the end of my, uh, tough week. 
Um, that is the end of the uh, activities of my week that's probably relevant to our audience and, and important yeah. to share with our audience. But yeah, I mean, in addition to that, so as I'm waiting on my laptop to get, well, no, actually, as it got here and I started to recover it, uh, my wife and my daughter, my daughter is away, four hours away uh, at college. Uh, my wife and my daughter start having conversations about that my daughter is sick. Mm. Uh, she had she had earlier that week, earlier this past week, gotten uh, diagnosed with strep throat. She was on some antibiotics, so she, was, you know that was helping. She was getting better there, but she still felt really sick. She had a conversation with my wife on Thursday, and um, my wife she's got just enough medical knowledge to be dangerous. She used to work in the medical field and all, and and so my daughter starts using. Uh, some key phrases like a stiff neck, a headache, and oh, things yeah. like that. And and so suddenly my my wife just she's triggered by all that uh, that language. And she says, "Oh, you must have meningitis." Uh-oh. Uh oh. And so she's you know she says you got to go to the doctor. And she's she's texts she texts me. My wife texts me, and I'm at my desk working. And she says, "Hey, I'm packing a bag. I'm going to see our daughter because she's sick." And uh, so turns out Friday, my, my wife, she did go over to the school and spend the weekend with my daughter. She's okay. She doesn't have meningitis. Well, that's great. And in fact, she doesn't have strep throat. She doesn't have COVID. She was tested for all of those. Uh, the doctor just said, look, you just got off of a, of a, you know, a tough case of strep throat and you've got these midterms and you're all stressed out and, and you know, all this pressure on you and everything. And that's just why you're feeling this, you know, bad, but uh, so anyway, my wife spent the weekend there with her, uh, and, uh, you know, just to make sure that she was eating well, she was doing what she needed to do for rest, but also to give her some time to, uh, to study and all that. So it, my wife, even at the moment right now, while we're recording, my wife is on the way back it's a four hour drive. She's on the way back. So hopefully in, in, let's see about the next hour and a half, if she gets home without further incident, then I can call this week done, right? And I and I won't. I don't have any more opportunity inside of this week for some other disaster to happen. Yeah, it's wow. That's that's a heck of a week. And you know, I'm a Google Doc, so I can I can relate. You know, I have zero medical well, she uses training Google too. I'm a yeah. I have zero medical training, but every ache, pain, or feeling I get, I immediately know what I'm. I self diagnose, so I go to Google. I self-diagnose and then I start the panic. I was like, oh my gosh, I have some horrible mess of a disease that like never Google will scare you to death. Yeah, it does. It never seems to materialize, but you know, but she's got something better than a little bit of medical background. She's got mom instinct. That, that's exactly what kicked in. Right. Yes. I'm just telling that's you, exactly this is what the, in. I mean, moms, no, thank goodness for moms. I don't know how they do it. I don't know where they get that, that sixth sense from. I and, agree. and this is just earlier in this episode, after you telling the world that you felt like, I don't know, these are my words. Now I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to use my language, not your language, because I think my language is probably more accurate. It's it, you went through what is defined as worse than childbirth with with your with your stomach ailment something something like that i may i may have kind of maybe misinterpreted that i could i could have but maybe maybe but thank god for for our wives for moms Absolutely. out there i don't know how what women 
and moms do what they do and keep the family together the way they do and just seem to know these things. And you and I are like, you know, stub our toe and we're laid up in bed. We need all, all this help. So shout out to all the ladies out there, all the moms out there. It's uh, Michael yeah, I mean, and I appreciate you. Yeah. Earlier in the week, my wife is taking care of me, Woo. the sick one. And then, you know, in the midst of that, she gets the call that my, my daughter's got strep throat, and, but luckily she's on antibiotics, so that's going to be okay. And then, and then boom, she's got this meningitis scare and my uh, gosh. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, my wife is due for some time to relax when she gets back home because she's, she was, uh, you know, playing nurse to me early in the week and now our daughter late in the week. So yeah, she, well, she needs some time off. Absolutely. You got to take care of her. I'm glad your daughter's right. doing well. I'm glad your laptop is back, back in order again with your new, with your uh, new laptop, your recovery, your physical health is better. It's been a heck of a week. It's time to button up this week for uh, you and get this behind you because you got to, when your wife gets home, don't let her leave the room or leave the house until the clock strikes midnight because <laughs> yeah, the yeah, week will not week be over, us. right? You yeah. cannot have another event happen. Exactly you you right. know, some, sometimes yes. things just kind of snowball on us. And if you're not prepared in business or in life, if you don't have a strong relationship foundation, a strong business foundation, uh, mm -hmm. systems and processes and things in place, if you're not very intentional about all of those things in life, not just one or the other, uh, it, it can really get out of hand. But if you do have those things and you're intentional, it can just be a doggone it. That was a big inconvenience. And you can get on with life and have it be yeah. a week that you would like to forget, but get back on track and not have it just carry through and be weeks and weeks and months and months of turmoil uh, in your life and business. So great stuff. Anything else before we button it up today? No, that's all the adventures in my week uh, this week in online business. We need to rename the podcast after that one. Adventures <laughs> yeah. in Michael's life. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I, I, hope, I hope I don't have enough yeah. uh, content to fill another episode. And I hope I never can follow that with something bigger and uh, more crazy. So I hope I never have that opportunity. You want to button us up? Yeah, let's do that. All so, right. uh, you know, so... Uh, Great week for Stephen with Vegas and, and the RV and and having adventures in the RV. Um, I was certainly having adventures in online business, but what we want you to do is we want you to learn from our adventures. And so if you learn anything from this podcast, it's this. You got to have the mechanisms in place to recover from some type of disaster that might happen to you and your young online business. So don't, you know, don't put that off anymore. Go and get those mechanisms in place that, that uh, will ensure that when that when that disaster happens, not if, but when that disaster does happen to you, you can recover quickly so you can learn from our adventures here in that. Um, for our businesses, as always, you can find everything that is Stephen Faust over at stephenfaust.com. You can find everything for me over at credibleleaders.com. And then the show notes for this particular episode, you'll find those at adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. Till Stephen and I speak to you again next week, be blessed and lead well.